Hi, this is Dr. Steve Vargo, and this is episode 23 of Can I Ask You One Question, where we dive into the minds of industry experts and thought leaders, and we try to learn at least one critical thing from them that we can apply to our, our professional lives, maybe even our personal lives. And I have with me for the second time, Adam Schmela, and Adam is founder and president of Integrated Planning and Wealth Management, and he's also the host of a wonderful podcast highly suggest you listen to 2020 Money Podcast. So welcome back, Adam. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And uh, yes, we uh, definitely check out the conversations that you and I have had on 2020 Money. So uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Yeah. And a couple yeah. of them are me, if you come across yep. <laughs> I always enjoy chopping it up with you, Steve. Always thank you. enjoy being part of it. Uh, so let's jump in. The economy, Adam. I, I thought of you when, when uh, thought about putting this question out there. Obviously, the economy has been on the mind of a lot of business owners and and certainly practice owners. I think we're all feeling the impact of uh, things like inflation, uh, higher cost of goods, maybe employees asking for more money. And my question to you as someone who helps doctors with financial planning, this is obviously an area that, that you've had to deal with as well. What should ODs be doing financially during these uh, somewhat uncertain times? So it's a really good question, and it's something that uh, it's easy to kind of be benign when everybody's fat and happy and things are going well. We're on kind of the shampoo bottle business plan, as I talk about, kind of lather, rinse, repeat. But when we start experiencing a little pain or we start looking at uh, or, or maybe just kind of periodically, if you're not looking at your numbers and you start checking your bank account and you start looking at collections and you start looking at you know what's left at the end and it's not what you were used to then that that can sometimes be the forcing mechanism to go digging so my th this is where i will um get on my soapbox if you will and just scream this from the mountaintops what gets measured gets managed and what gets managed gets improved. And if there's ever a time to begin that journey of understanding the numbers of your practice and what those numbers are telling you, certainly now is that time. I always use the metaphor, um, and, and I've done this on the show on 2020, and I talk about it in our, in our conversations with relationships as well, that I think of a profit loss in any business like a game of Plinko, right? You drop a dollar in and everything that it hits on the way down is is shaving cents off of that dollar. And what you're left with at the end for the practice owner is profit. And right now, what we're experiencing in this economy is those, those rungs that it's hitting, those, those, uh, those line items are taking out a bigger chunk of every dollar that goes in. And so as a practice owner, you have two options. If you want to keep the net income of your practice the same, you have two options. You can either reduce cost or you can increase revenue. So let's think about answering this through the, through the filter and through the lens of just those two basic premises. So let's focus on the cost side of things first, because I think this is typically where practice owners will generally go. They'll immediately think, oh, I'm, I'm not making as much, oop, gotta cut costs. And there's a couple of reasons that I don't like that because number one, it introduces in my mind a scarcity mindset because it makes us feel like there's nothing more to gain on the top side and we just need to, you know, there's nothing more to gain on the, on the upside, on the revenue side. And so therefore we just must manage costs. But I don't want to be benign to that. I think it's still, I think there's still value in going through that in a couple of areas that I would encourage ODs to look at on their profit loss 
as it pertains to the cost side of things is to look at the relationship that you have with your buying groups and what your cost of goods, how has that number shifted? That is right. When we think of the two most expensive line items on a profit loss statement for ODs, it's typically going to be your cost of goods and then the cost of human capital, right? Whether that's OD and well, just all human capital, right? OD, non-OD staff and cost of goods. Those three line items right there make up a significant amount, right? 70 plus percent of that profit loss. So pay attention to what your cost of goods have looked at. Uh, the second item to look at on your profit loss statement is your interest expense. And what I mean by interest expense and how this, I think of the profit loss statement like an onion. You always have to go digging. You can't, you can take it at face value if it's, a, if it's, a, if it's a within normal limits, but if it's not, you have to go digging. So when you look at the interest expense on your profit loss, ask yourself, now you shift over to the balance sheet. What debt do I have in my practice and how is that debt structured? Two big red flags to look for in a rising interest rate environment that we're in right now is going to be what we would consider to be like callable debt or balloon debt, right? If you have, let's say you built a building seven years ago and that, that building note was on a 1025 structure. What we mean by that, it was a 25 year amortized commercial loan but it was structured over a 10-year fixed interest rate payment with a balloon payment at the end. And you have two options. You can either pay that off or you can refinance that. So if you're seven years into a 10-year fixed rate, the clock's ticking on when you're going to have one of two decisions to make, either the capital to pay it off or refinance that. The other, So keep in mind, it's one thing to look at the debt on the balance sheet right now, but then look ahead to what is coming down the pipe as it pertains to the financial health on the on the on the balance sheet of your state on the balance sheet of your practice and then the other type of debt to be aware of is if you have any variable debt any variable rate debt candidly we don't see a lot of practice owners have variable debt but if you do have working lines of credit if you have any type of variable loan where you locked in a a seven-year uh, um, um, adjustable rate loan of some sorts in your practice and that rate can and will reset in a rising rate environment, just know the terms of your loan and try and secure and fix whatever costs you're going to have, whatever interest rate expense you're going to have in your practice, because that can be, again, it depending on the amount of debt in the practice, that can be it can add up to a decent amount of money. On the income side of things, this is where uh, I would look at what is your pricing structure? When is the last time that you've looked at the pricing structure? And again, this is a somewhat loaded question, just depending on the relationship that you have with the, if you're an in-network pr provider with your vision plans, right? There's a lot of nuances to that one question that are candidly beyond the scope of, of, of what I do. That is much more an IDOT conversation, but begin there. Understand what is the pricing structure that you have in your office? Have you raised your fees? Have you raised the prices of what it means to be a patient in your practice? Because as your costs have risen, your patient's costs have risen. I know one could play devil's advocate and say, oh, well, you're just contributing to the problem because you're raising your prices as well. But the thing, the common denominator there is you have to be mindful of essentially what is happening with the revenue that's coming into the practice. And if the costs are rising on the bottom of that profit loss, but they're not rising on top end, that again is just reducing the amount of net income that you have. And the goal of having a practice is to provide intentional income to you so that you can live your best life on purpose. And the only way to do that, again, focus on either increasing top line reducing the expenses so that your bottom line stays the same. Be intentional, intentional, excuse me, about how you build your practice. 
yeah, and that's great. And that's the question that seems to be coming in more recently is the, the should I raise my prices? I, I think there's been this lag for a while as inflation has kicked in. But I, a couple of things, I think a lot of practices are really starting to feel it in not just the cost of goods, but but staff that want more money, you know, higher payroll, other things as well, just the cost of doing business. And I think we are starting to see this trend with more practices that are actually raising their prices. And I think there's an expectation from many, uh, from consumers that they're going to pay more at a lot of different businesses. I mean, certainly at the gas tank, at the grocery store. So I don't think it's going to be the same sticker shock it might have been before if they're Agreed. finding that their eyewear, eyewear is, a, is a little bit more. So uh, it sounds like a big part of what you do, and I, I already knew this, but every time I you know hear this conversation, <laughs> it confirms it, is get people to help them make more logical decisions around money and not so much focused on emotion. Because I think where you started this was in times of change, in times of uncertainty, I think our emotional you know, characters, our emotional brain kicks in and that's not what, where we always make our best decisions, but the um, helping people make more logical decisions based on this information is very helpful. We suffer more in our imagination than in reality. And in, in typically in the absence of data, we will justify or not justify, but we will immediately default back to how we're feeling about something. And best business decisions are always made by letting the data drive the decision of the business. Yep. Agree completely. Agree completely. So well, Adam, thank you so much. Uh, in case anyone's wondering who recommended the microphone to the the other person, <laughs> you recommended it to me. So it was no coincidence uh, using the same model. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate all the work you're doing in eye care. Um, tell us again how people can find out about you or your company. Uh, you can uh, head to integratedpwm.com, all the information there, or you can just search 20 slash 20 money on any podcast player to find 2020 money. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, buddy. It's great talking with you as always. Um, and thanks to everyone for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode and all others at drstevevargo.com. And thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Steve.